Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to Transforming Trauma, a safe space for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to learn about creative ways to find support, resources, share their stories. Transforming Trauma is about love, healing, community, and also joy and possibility. Most importantly, it's about transforming your pain into power one day at a time. I'm Eve, a survivor and coach working with survivors in a one-on-one Sharpen Your Skills session through Rachel Grant's Beyond Surviving program. I help survivors integrate their skills, overcome resistance they might be feeling, and support them around obstacles and places that they're feeling stuck. And I'm so excited to introduce my friend and collaborator um, and dear colleague, who I'm excited to introduce to you, Cynthia. Um, she's our guest today, and we're going to be chatting about what she's working on these days and what challenges she's facing and how she's, how she's doing it. So just a brief bio, Cynthia works with Incest Resources, the first organization for survivors of childhood sexual abuse in the country. IR is an all-survivor, all-volunteer organization affiliated with the Cambridge Women's Center in Massachusetts. Cynthia leads writing as healing workshops and survivor support groups assists with arts-based and body-based workshops, prepares the room for monthly drop-in groups, and is involved in fundraising activities. Her focus right now is on the Birch House, a dedicated space for survivors of incest and childhood sexual abuse. Knowing that there's a great need for survivors to have their own physical space for safety and agency over their own healing process, Cynthia has a dream of such a space, and it is slowly shaping into reality. Because the IR founder will retire, this transition to leadership into the survivor community has just begun, and Cynthia is a big part of that. 
She's worked also with the Survivor Theater Project as a performer, a workshop leader, and on the leadership team. She's helped edit two Survivor memoirs, Plaid, and also Healing My Life from Incest to Joy. And she's created a blog, the Spiral Staircase of Healing.blogspot.com, which I'll include in the show notes. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Cynthia. Hello, Eve. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I am... I wish people could see the big smile on my face because it's amazing to be here in a space where I can talk about healing. When when I first started this journey, I never could have imagined this. It feels, all of a sudden it just feels really good. And you make me sound awesome. <laughs> you are awesome. And this does feel so good to me. There are some months when I'm thinking, I cannot do this this month. I absolutely do not want to do this. I cannot. And then I realize that it is the act of using my voice and lifting other survivors' voices and listening to them that is the most healing thing, one of the most healing things I've ever been part of. And I I know from our years of knowing each other that you share my love of survivors and working with them and being on this healing journey together. So thank you again and, and warm welcome. I'm delighted to get to share you with Transforming Trauma listeners. So, yeah, let's get started. How did you come to to doing this work in nonprofit leadership? I know you've recently been taking a course, and I'm really curious to hear what led to that and what have been some highlights for you. Um, so, oh, so I um, the course that I'm taking is um, yeah, it's through the Institute for Nonprofit Practice, which is about developing leadership. Um, among people of color and women and just kind of working more grassroots and bringing people up. And when I realized that um, Incest Resources founder, Elaine Westerland, was going to be retiring, I thought, oh, well, we all need to step up in the survivor community. And um, basically, I thought, okay, getting ready to do more work with incest resources and take on more of a role, an active role, a really active role as a volunteer, um, would require some skills. And like running a marathon, you can't just go out the next day and do it. You have to start early. So that is why I decided to go with this program because they work with other nonprofits and it builds... um, networking and, and just lots of just hands-on and real experiences that I thought is so vital for making sure that um, the survivor community can do well. Wow, wow, that is, that's incredible. I, I'm so happy for you and grateful that you've been going through this course. I can't wait to talk to you more about it in the weeks and months to come. And it's, I think, like you said, the time is now, and these are not skills that we are often equipped with when we come to this work, which I know that we didn't sign up for, you know, like early on yeah. in life. So <laughs> I know that this is, this is really important to you, and it, it's such a testament to your commitment and passion for this work that you would take the course and want to continue investing in being a leader in the community. So that's awesome. Well, just think about the word leader in general, like you taking over and and doing this um, podcast and all the work you're doing with survivors and 
all of this. I mean, when you think about our healing journeys and when they they started, it was like like a fairy tale. Like, oh, that like maybe you'll get to a point where you feel quote unquote normal. But the idea of like leading something and knowing, yes, actually, yes, I am capable. I'm more than capable. Is really amazing. And it's not, when you were talking about like some days about months and stuff, I, I don't want to sound overly like this has been so easy um, because I've had my days too. I mean, just yesterday I had a day where I was like, I don't think I can get off the couch today. And, you know, it's just recognizing like, okay, this is part of the cycle. This is part of the spiral. Like I've been in this spot before, but I'm not going to be here as long as I was, and I can, I'm just in a different place to recognize it for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's really important for leaders, especially in the survivor community, to be able to acknowledge and be truthful about the fact that we still do have hard days and moments and, you know, months and, you know, even years and that, that it's not all like what we kind of project when we're smiling and we're out there leading, that the, that's, it's okay. And that it's actually vital that leaders just in general show their humanity so that the people that they're leading can show up as they are and recognize that they are worthy and that they are okay and that they have so much to offer and that it's totally normal to struggle. And like, I think, I mean, I could go on a whole existential rant about this, but <laughs> those are the leaders that I want to learn from and that I want to be. Yeah. Um, I know, I agree. You mentioned, you know, challenges that you've been navigating lately. What's sort of a coping tool or strategy that helps you to weather those days? Um, well, I think part of it is just acknowledging that I'm having a bad day rather than, as you said a moment ago, like a smile on our face. And I mean, when I have those smiles about leadership, that's genuine. Whereas before, I would have the smile on my face to just use it as a coping skill, sort of like not revealing, not saying what's really going on, just trying to fake it through. And so now I'm able to communicate and say to for example, send a text to a friend and say, you know what, I'm just having a hard day today. I appreciate that you reached out. Um, just knowing that helps. And just by me articulating I'm in a bad spot is it's been huge. And um, taking some time to just remind myself like, okay, don't let my thoughts eat me up because I, I am learning better self um, not self, well, self-care, but, you know, self-talk, where what I say to myself and, you know, can create my reality. Um, I don't know if that's, that sounds kind of weird, but, I mean, just re- just reminding myself, it's sort of like paying attention to my thoughts and catching the thoughts sooner. Absolutely. So not, weird, yeah. not weird at all. That is, okay. the, that is huge. I think you're really talking to self-awareness and compassion and... <laughs> Um, I was just thinking in, in your, oh, I'm sorry, were you still in the process of no. saying something? It, no. it, you're good. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I was just kind of getting excited because I was remembering from your bio and like you and I first meeting in a survivor writing group, how incredible yes. 
that that was so many years ago and for me such a critical moment in my healing and I'm sure it was a big part of yours and wondering like what's been most helpful to you on your healing path I'm sure it's not one thing but what what would you identify right now in this moment um I don't know I guess I guess knowing I can be open about this like I choose to be very open about my survivor um my survivorness and about my abuse and that's something I didn't think I could ever do and it really is for me I thrive on communicating with people, so whether it's writing something down or having a conversation um, and just sort of, you know, knowing that this is part of my life. So when, for example, I'm saying I'm having a bad day, I can actually say to my friend, it's a bad day because, you know, I have to go, um, I got a phone call from a family member, you know what I mean? And rather than just saying, oh, it's a bad day and leaving it at that, like I can attach a reason. So I think it's the the seeking out of of, of people and other survivors. Yeah. Yeah, so much. Recharging my battery when I um when I'm just around other people and know that I can talk about my survivor in abuse, you know, talk about not abuse per se, but talk about my healing process and, you know, it doesn't have to be in separate categories. Absolutely. What would you say, what do you like to do when you're not doing the survivor-related work in the community? Oh, um, just kind of, um, you know, I'm a a teacher by day, and so I do a lot of things. You know, my teaching's active. I try to come at it from a holistic perspective and really just kind of... um, put my energy into that, um, being with friends. I mean, I love volunteering. I love, like, making connections. I, I love going to secondhand shops and, um, you know, just kind of, I don't know, just being with friends and just um, going to my yoga classes. Not that, you know, for me it's more of a spiritual practice, but somehow anchoring myself back into my body is something that I didn't realize how huge and helpful that is. <laughs> Everything you're saying, I just want to be like nodding my head frantically. Yeah. <laughs> it's really speaking to me and I just truly admire you as a person and I just remember not too long ago you're handing me a book and you're lending it to me and just the, the notes that we've exchanged and the smiles yeah. and hugs and I feel very moved and grateful and I'm thinking about the Birch Studio and wondering if you can share a bit about your, your, your vision and maybe talk about the title a little bit because I know it has particular meaning to you. Oh, yeah. The Birch House came about, I mean, um, about five or six years ago, I had my own like mental, emotional, spiritual breakdown, which I'm sure many listeners are relating to <laughs> or could relate to. And I just had to stop working. And, um, and it, the, the, the month off that I wasn't working it's not that I need to be hospitalized or, or someplace, but I needed a healing space. And that's when I realized there needs to be an actual physical space for survivors to go. And so um, myself and another survivor, um, you know, we just have been active with the Women's Center. And when we realized there was a garage in the backyard, 
we're like, oh, that thing's got to get demolished so we can, you know, recreate it. And as you know, because you're so huge and vital and been working with us on that, I mean, stepped up in the survivor community that, you know, we fundraised and we are um, made our goal and are just waiting for um, some legal things with the Women's Center to be able to create the studio. So um, it's just space, like actual, like, um, space where you where you know, like, if you just need to know, like, this is your room, this is a safe spot, you know nobody's going to be around. It's just, um, it's nice. Sorry, uh, like, I just got distracted for one second when oh, my... Oh, no, my... that's okay. Yeah, thank you for for sharing a bit of the origin story. You know how incredibly excited I am about this vision and that we've been working towards making it a reality. And I'm so proud to to know you and Elaine and know that this is going to be such a unique and and powerful space. I've firsthand experienced what it's like to step into a room for survivors. Yeah. Like being overcome with emotion of pain and power and purpose and just like all the C words, connection and community. And it's just, it just speaks to really the heart and core of what trauma does to our minds and bodies and spirits and how, how, how we need this to nourish ourselves. And there is no healing without these spaces. No. And you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, just, I mean, I remember walking into the writing group and just you walk in and suddenly it's like your it's like your home in a way. It's like your spirit found its its space and it's like over it's all of those things you just said and it's scary and it's unnerving, but yet there's this level of like you're more connected with somebody and you haven't even said a word, you walk into a room and just knowing that we're all survivors immediately forms that bond. And it's like, I don't even know your name yet. I don't even know what, you know, what your favorite color is. And yet I feel like I know you so well simply by the fact that we've all chosen to walk into that room to work on our healing. It's, Absolutely. Yeah, it's Absolutely. So just to close for today, because you and I, I know from experience, could talk for a long time and you know, yes. we can continue this conversation, but what does transforming trauma mean to you? You said early on in this conversation how kind of radical it feels to be having this dialogue in public, and I'll just say briefly for me, I started this podcast in my bedroom, and it was, I'm in my bedroom right now. Um, yes. I was doing it alone. I was doing it alone, and something didn't feel right. I wanted to talk to other survivors and that has been what's been transformative for me. And so coming up with that title was felt a little bit random at the time, like just trying it on like a hat. But at this point it feels like it really captures my passion for this work. And I know that it lands differently for different people. So I love to just have a sense of what, what, what do you think of when you hear those words? Um, you know, just, I mean, when you say it, that's so key about being with other people. And what just came to mind is the idea that it's, that trauma can be transformed instead of what we all hear, get over it or move on or put it behind you or somehow it's not 
it's supposed to be other. It's supposed to be in a box. And I think transforming, knowing that you this is part of your life, but it's not all of your life. And it's amazing how something can grow. What did I read the other day that I guess there were some devastating when there were some devastating fires out in California, like these flowers, these wildflowers that nobody had seen in decades appeared. And it was sort of like maybe the burning down things needed, allowed for that richness and beauty to come out. <laughs> and so I think about transforming trauma is that it's, we've always been there. We just need to get through to what we um, to ourselves again. We just need to come out. And so we just need to come out. That's yeah. so true. Beautiful. I love that so much. I'm gonna take that with me. Um, <laughs> but there's there's more to say and I hope that you'll come yeah. back on the podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, say that again. I said this is why I keep you say so many nice things about me. This is why I keep you on the payroll. Oh just so kidding. Yeah, so, I'm so, so let's, let's continue and come back on the show for sure once you're further along in the evolution of Birch Studio. But thank you for, yep, for and it's being be my guest Birch. today. Yeah, remember, you're welcome. Remember that you can contact Cynthia for any questions at her email. That's sin, is it mocho, C-Y-N-M-O-C-H-O at gmail.com. Yes. And Beyond Surviving Podcast is the name of the general podcast, and you can learn more about Rachel Grant Coaching at rachelgrantcoaching.com. And I'll look forward to hearing from you listeners. Let me know what you think about the show, what topics, and um, what you're looking to learn about. It's so wonderful to hear from those who are benefiting and enjoying hearing the interviews. So thank you again, Cynthia, and thanks to all of you for listening. Thank you, Eve. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.